4: we welcome you in on this Thursday, I'm Patrick Maher live from the v studios here at the South Point. I hope you're having a great day and guess who's back. He's back again. He's Michael Lombardi. How you doing, buddy? Welcome back.
5: Uh, thank you, Patrick. It's good to be back. I'm glad to have you. I'm glad you had me back. I appreciate <laughs> you. Course. Thank you so much.
4: Yes. I, I, if next time I'll lay out the red carpet for you and welcome you back properly. But it is nice. It's nice to see you. Did you have a nice vacation? Did you get some rest?
5: I did. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I got uh, got went down to Florida. I got to spend some time with Millie down there. I got to see some friends from California, so that was nice. And you know, it was good. It came back, and now I'm ready to go. At least I saw and I observed this. I didn't take uh, the NBA is at least back to what we expect. I mean, what we've seen as a joke of the regular season. Now we know what it really good basketball looks like and that to me made me very happy
4: so does that mean that you're now on the 76er train as they beat up by 25 the Wiz (sighs) yesterday not a very good matchup for the wizards we know this but where are you on your team
5: only only the great Will Hill can be you know he, he couldn 't wait to text me last night that he that he bet five fifty to win on the on the, uh, the the sixers sweeping, and I said look they 're going to disappoint you sure they 'll give you this one they 're going to disappoint you, but no, I thought they played well yesterday, I mean look Simmons, when he has that mindset and he comes out and you know they're double team and beat on almost ever even before the ball gets to him, you know that leaves a lot of room for him to operate and get to the rim and dunk the ball into the basket so Look, I think that, that their bench yesterday was the difference in the game. I mean, their bench, Maxie comes comes in there. They've been giving shake Milton minutes. Milton has, couldn't make a shot. He was 0 for 6 from the floor yesterday. Couldn't make a shot. Maxie comes in and energized the whole team. And they've got to keep playing Maxie. And Maxie is going to be a truly, truly uh, out. He's everything they wanted Markel Fultz to be. Yeah without having to spend the first round pick in the draft for him.
4: Yeah, the, you know, a couple of things. One, Simmons, you mentioned, was so efficient. I mean, he was 11 of 15 from the floor. He also had the boards and the assists and really didn't turn the ball over. But how about the off the bench? I mean, his defense, like those are two of the better defenders in all of basketball. We know this, but he, he played 19 minutes. He was unbelievable
5: played 19 minutes what he blocked four shots. I mean, he was, you know, he block, he blocks jump shots. I mean, this isn't a kid that blocks, you know, going to the rim. He blocks jump shots. I mean, that's remarkable. And he's got great awareness. He went to the rim once, made a three-pointer. Of course, one three-pointer didn't even come close to the rim, but the minor details. So, you know, look, uh, they have the elements. Uh, the Knicks-Atlanta series, I think is going to go seven games. I was flipping back and forth on that. I mean, Trey Young was dominant in the first half, but the Knicks, you know, in spite of wearing the most ugly uniform uniforms you could possibly wear I mean when you have a great uniform like the Knicks do why would you change that right I don't know what the hell they were wearing last night but they played really good defense in the second half and they hold Atlanta to 35 points and I think that was the difference in the game I mean one thing we know Thibodeau is going to keep adjusting his defense to fit
4: yep you know I mean it's a two point it closes two, two two and a half here actually our official number of v Knicks they were down 13 at the break and you just, it, 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 they looked disjointed. They were dribbling for 22 seconds, then freaking out at the end of the shot clock. And if we're being fair, I mean, he's been awesome in, in the first two games, uh, but Trey young in that first half was just absolutely getting anything he wanted getting in the lane. And then the Knicks buckled down. I don't know what Tibbs said at halftime, Michael, but they, they, they absolutely buckled down.
5: And I don't know what happened to the Fountain of Youth for Derrick Rose, but everybody was wondering, why would we trade for Derrick Rose? Why did we trade for De- like what's he's only going to get in the way of some young players. And we said at the time on this show that Rose is going to teach the young players how to be players. Last night, he plays 39 minutes. He gets 20 points. He's plus 12 in the game. And, you know, he makes a key shot down the stretch when they needed baskets, and they They played really well, so, you know, I mean, I know they start Peyton, but Peyton played five minutes or eight minutes or something like that. Rose is the key to their defense, and he's the key to what they can do, and they got to keep him healthy.
4: Yeah, and I should say, you know, Atlanta still had open looks, whether it was Golinari or Bogdanovich. I mean, they, they had open looks in the second half that didn't go down, but there was a different intensity, a different energy, maybe not defensively as much for the Knicks, because that's always seems to be there, but offensively they were just making things happen. And you mentioned Derek Rose, who was tremendous in this game. I mean, 26 points, uh, two of three from three, one turnover in the minutes that he did play. And he was the catalyst. No
5: doubt. And and look, uh, was there, is there anything better than seeing the garden full with the fans totally. in the way they did. I mean, we've got to factor this in. I mean, the more I'm watching these NBA games, I'm thinking about the NFL schedule and factoring in fans in the stadiums and how we have kind of gotten through this tomorrow here in the state of New Jersey. All mask restrictions are going to be lifted. And if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask inside. And they're going to allow full stadiums to be full. We can have concerts back again. So, you know, adding that into the layer of what's going to happen. And I thought the garden was just the last two nights have been the last two games actually have been electric and it's fun to watch that other than the uniforms, Patrick, I was really, yeah, thrilled for the Knicks. I'm
4: not sure what they were aiming for with those unis, but uh, whatever. 3-0 and straight up, 3-0 and ATS, the favorites last night in the NBA. The unders were two and one, the over still lead in the postseason nine to seven here. Um, yeah, I'd say just in a week, what's changed since you went away for a little bit here. You know, on, honestly, it's almost, almost feels like the country's gone back to a little normalcy this weekend because of the golf, as I'm sure you were watching there at Kiwa, it, the crowd was incredible, but it does feel like incrementally with each game, the crowds are getting a little bit more raucous, less mass and more people.
5: Yeah, thankfully the 76ers revoked the the uh, the season tickets of that idiot who dumped popcorn on Westbrook. So, you know, we're back in, you know, it's the old thing where, you know, social media becomes a, a Twitter tough guy. Well, you know, you stand above a player and you throw popcorn on him, you're just pretending you're a tough guy. And they, they were able to find out who it was and they revoked his season tickets. They won't allow him back in the stadium, which is a good thing. I mean, one thing about having fans back, but the behavior like that is uncalled for. It's ridiculous. You don't need that. You know, we need to – you know, to protect the players first and foremost. And we need to basically act like, like human beings around them. I mean, it's one thing to boo because you don't like their performance. Another thing to throw popcorn or beer at them.
4: Yeah. I was going to ask you, I didn't, uh, I didn't know if they had tracked down the idiot, uh, but that dumped the popcorn. Yeah, They got him. They it's, did find him. Good.
5: They got him. They found him. They, they sent a press release out earlier today that announced that he was no longer going to be part of their season ticket community. So that's a good thing. So, you know, I mean, look, I, I, I'm really excited, Patrick, because I think we got, we got basketball back. I mean, we haven't had basketball, really, in all honesty. We haven't had basketball until the playoffs started you know we really have it and it's great to see it it's great to see the intensity i mean the other night when you knew the lakers were not going to they were not going to back down to the suns two nights in a row i mean you know i know barkley picked them on tnn but uh, tnt but i mean i just felt like there's no way they're losing that game there's just no way you could see it in anthony davis's eyes you could see it in lebron's eyes i mean there's a level that teams get to you know does boston have that level to come back to on the Nets. I don't think so, because when I was, I was watching the Celtics the other day and I'm like, who are those guys on the court for the Celtics? Like they should not wear the Celtics great uniforms. They should put them in like some alternate uniform because they don't belong in that uniform. Some of those guys on that court are just like, what are they doing?
4: There's a couple of teams, the Celtics are listless. They don't want to be there. This has been, I would imagine as a Celtics fan, I know Steph and Josh and others that actually do care about the Celtics, I can't imagine liking a team less you know, uh, frankly, Tatum's overrated. No offense to the jersey wearer over there. Tatum's overrated. Jalen Brown's overrated. I'm, they're stars. They're not superstars. And also, it's a team that just lacks chemistry. There's just something missing. You're good with that. What do you see?
5: I see a team that really doesn't have an identity. I see a team that has a bunch of good players and they don't have a dog. They don't have somebody that yeah. they know. You know, you've got to have somebody that can really take over the game. You know, and, and they don't do that. And, you know, one thing that you think, and I've I talked about this a lot to coaches all the time, is you're a head basketball coach, right? You got Your point guard's got to be an extension of who you are. You're a head football coach. Your Mike linebacker and your quarterback have to be an extension of who you are. That's kind of what you want. You want to build your team around your own identity. And I, and I don't see Brad Stevens' identity within that team. They don't play defense to the level that they need to play that you would think they would. And, you know, the pieces just don't fit. I think they're going to be in for a tremendous offseason in terms of changing things out because they're going to have to. They're going to get swept by Brooklyn. I mean, I, can you imagine there's seven-point dogs at home to Brooklyn? Now, I will say this, Patrick. As of today, I'm back in the steam business. There's steam on Boston. There's a ton of, you know, your boy's not going to resist it. <laughs> you know, congratulations, Josh Applebaum, yes. to the engagement. Yes. But he's not going to, he's not going to resist. He's not going to resist the steam on the Celtics. It's there. He's going to jump all over it. <laughs> 98 percent of the 98 98 percent of the money is on the is on the Brooklyn Nets laying seven. Do you think Josh isn't going to be part of that two percent? Yeah, by the way, they
4: were two and a half, two and a half to one to sweep them. So plus two fifty to sweep the Celtics, which in hindsight uh, looks like a pretty good bet. Quickly, uh, just to recap last night, 76ers were laying eight. They won Michael uh, and cover Knicks two and a half win and cover with a great second half. How about the jazz quickly here? Uh, So Mitchell returns scores 25 and 26 minutes. I thought he was remarkably efficient. Five, three pointers, Uh, but you also got a game from Gobert in game one, Michael Gobert. Bear found himself in foul trouble. He's weird. He's an interesting player because he's going to win another defensive player of the year. Sometimes he leaves you wanting, uh, but he was great last night. 21 yeah. points, 13 boards and four blocks. Just a total difference maker. Uh, ja Morant with 47 points. So he did everything he could. The series is tied up at one, one.
5: Right. Look, I mean, every starter for the jazz were in double figures and the difference in this game was the bench. I mean, the Memphis bench gave them nothing. You know, the Memphis bench gave them basically 14 points and that's not good enough. They were minus 23, minus 14, minus 16 when they went to the bench. There was no plus on any player at the bench. And so as good of, as good of game of Moran had at 47, you know, if you're going to get nothing from your bench, you're not going to win the games. And I, and I think that ultimately tells the tale. You know, they shoot 34% from the three-point line. That's not good enough to keep them in it. And they weren't able to stay. And, and look, you know, they scored. I mean, let's be real honest. They scored 42 points in the third quarter. Yeah. I mean, think about this. The Jazz gave up 129 and one, And won. You know? I mean, they let their opponents shoot 54% from the field. I mean, think about that. But, you know,
4: they shoot – 141 they to 129. Per- that's a that's a playoff game in 2021. If you ever seen it, Michael. That's
5: an old that's a, that's an old ABA game, man. I mean, <laughs> they, they, they shoot. I mean, Utah shot 48 percent from the three point line, and if you throw out two players, Bogdanovich and Clarkson, Clarkson and Bogdanovich combined for two for 11 from the three point from the three point line. Everybody else was rock solid. And that's where they missed those shots. So, I mean, Utah is going to have to shoot like that. If they're going to give up 129, they got to count on shooting almost 50% from the three-point line to keep winning.
4: Yeah, if you had the over 220, you felt good as they scored 270. Yeah. Uh, there was a 20 and you mentioned the Grizz at a forty three point third. They, that, you know, they don't come back and win it obviously because uh, the jazz had a 20 point halftime lead. They were laying two and a half in the first half. They covered that easily, obviously with the 20 point halftime lead. Conley was great. 20 points, 15 dimes. Uh, and you mentioned, you nailed it with the Grizzlies. It was really about Morant and Brooks who were great. The rest of the team, not so much. So we, move on from that series, although, you know, intriguing, I'd say the two, the three most disappointing teams. And you correct me if you think I'm wrong here. The Clippers are a joke. The Clippers, the Clippers have that blank stare. Like they're not interested in anything. The Celtics are overmanned and the wizards, you know, the wizards had a great end of the year, but they don't belong there either.
5: Yeah. You know, it's the wizards give them credit for what they've been able to do, especially considering they can't play defense. I mean, let's face it. They play no defense at all. They play no defense. And so, you know, what, what can you expect out of that? I, I, the, the Clippers, I thought Doc had the best line of all when he said when everybody, you know, they got rid of Doc last year because he couldn't win in the playoffs and they replaced him with Lou. And Doc says, well, you know, Lou was sitting right next to me during the series. I mean, yeah, right. like, what was he doing? You know, I, I, the, the Clippers, to me, I, I think this is a problem in sports. When you decide that you want to pick your opponent, man, you send them a powerful, powerful motivation. You basically say, Rick Carlisle can walk around there and say, these guys weren't scared of you. They think they can blow you away. They think they can handle you no problem. They were so worried about not playing the Lakers. They wanted to play you. That, that, that sounds high schoolish, right? That sounds like, okay, that only works in high school. No, it works in every level. It works in every level because it works even more in professional because don't insult me. Don't insult me, and that's what they did. They insulted him. and I think this is a payback. And the matchups aren't very good for the the Clippers in the game. I mean, they can't stop Donich. I mean, George goes on him; he can't cover him. I mean, we've been saying this for two years. Really, was the Paul George trade really worth it for d- the Clippers? No, I think no, it's going to go no. down as one of the it's going to go down as one of the worst trades you could possibly ever make.
4: 100 percent. Because you think you're getting an elite <laughs> player, and you're not. They. they... They botched it. I mean, I'd rather have SGA. I mean, Alexander. Exactly. You put Alexander on the Clippers. What do they look like? I I agree with you.
5: You know, you wanted Kawhi to play. You you wanted Kawhi to play general manager. This is what happens when you let the players play general manager. Like you know, I want I want Paul George on my team. Okay, you got him now. Now you're you're now O two traveling to Dallas. Now I'm not saying they can't get out of the hole. Because we know this about seven game series. The best teams typically win. It's not the NC2A tournament where St. Bonaventure could pull an upset. That ain't it. This is about the best teams over four, four games.
4: I will say it's happened where a team jumped out to a 2-0 lead about 450 times, and the team down 0-2 comes about, has come back about 6% of the time. So it's a, tall, it's a tall task, but you're right. The Clippers, on paper, the better team. I'll say this, Michael. The Clippers tanked the last two games of the regular season to avoid the Lakers in round two. Looks like they may avoid everybody in round two, so they're going to get their wish.
5: Yeah, and they say there's no concern. They're not worried about it. They're not really worried. Well, why they would think you it's be? all going to be fine. Yeah, it's chill. It's all good. I mean, seriously, would, would you, you know, we just got to, you know, they just got to go out there and play, you know. You know, the, you know. George said he was going to just, he's got no level of concern after the first two games at home. Well, I mean, I do, and I'm not even in the organization. I'm concerned.
4: It's miraculous that Kawhi led a Toronto team two years ago to a championship, and if you're just drafting right now, you're taking Doncic over him. He's a superstar. He had a 30 point triple double, he had 37, 7 and 7 in game 2. He's been awesome. What did we miss with Michael when in regard to NFL? We'll come back and discuss that next right here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's Bsin, the sports betting network. Okay, you got it all at BetMGM Nevada. Basketball, hockey, baseball, every day of the week. It's time to get into it. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options in-game betting, boosted on specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by the casino. Any strip, any BetMGM property here on the Strip, bring your state-issued ID, and you're ready to go. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. Physically located in Nevada. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi is back as we well Welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the Veasan Studios here at the South Point. Got the squad, and of course, Steph behind the glass. And what we missed as far as football while you were gone, the preeminent voice when it comes to talking about that league, of course, Michael Lombardi. And that is Julio Jones. Is he truly going to? Is he truly yeah. going to leave? That seems like he absolutely is. Yes.
5: Well, I think there's no doubt. I mean, like the whole Shannon Sharp story. You know, calling him. I, I get you know why that was news because it was you know. Chris Sims, Christopher Sims reported that he didn't know, Shannon uh, didn't tell him that he was going to be live on the air. So that is problematic. But the actual event around that Julio wants out, I mean, once you basically make it clear you're trading a player, then the player don't want to be there anymore anyway. Like he's, so you're going to have to do something. Now, here's why I think it's taken a longer time. I think the problem is is most teams look at this as Julio's really a good player, 32 years old. He's due over, over 30. He's got 30 million the next two seasons. You know, none of it guaranteed. But is, you know, you're gonna have to get him to redo the contract if you want to get the teams that are below the cap. How much does he have left in the tank? Is he a durability issue? Can you get him to take some of that 47 million, whatever he has left, on a game-to-game basis? Can you actually do that? And is he willing to do those things? So there's some risk here, and I think that's why they're trying to get a first-round pick. I mean, look. There's a guy who's a 12-year veteran in the National Football League. You get 12 years out of a player, then you could turn him into a one. That's a hell of a deal. I don't see that. I don't see that. I think that's why they're not able to get – they've got competition for him, but they're not willing to get that what they really want was that high pick. So I assume by the first week
4: of June he'll be traded. Depending on what book you look at, the Patriots are in the mix for your betting favorite. Do you see Julio in New England as a fit?
5: I th- I, well, I do in terms of, you know, the Julio everybody remembers. But Belichick's not going to look at it on a linear basis. He's going to look at it on a second-order basis, meaning that he's going to say, okay, if we trade for Julio and give up an asset, where are we next year with Julio? Where are we the year after with Julio? Why would I give up a first-day or a second-day pick for a guy that's only going to be me one year? I mean, I could see doing that in the middle of the season when I'm on the cusp and I've got to make a trade. But when things get so, when things before the season and, and you don't know where you are, you tend not to want to do that. So I think it, there's a couple layers that have to get worked out. Would they like to have Julio on the team as a player? I think there's no doubt. Would they like Julio's contract? I don't think so. Would they like H- Julio's durability and age? I don't think that either. So they're going to have to work a way around that. I think that's the problem. I could see a team like the Raiders certainly being a favorite here because I think the Raiders would love to have another receiver. John can't get enough of them. Get a veteran guy. The team that I thought it would be perfect for him. Is the Jaguars. Get him a veteran leader in there. Mm. But Julio wants to go somewhere where he thinks he has a chance to win, and I think that's the problem. Although, you know, Patrick, he does not have a no-trade clause in his contract, so therefore he can't dictate. that He could just wake up one morning and say, you, you've been traded. However, he does control the contract. And if it goes to a team like the Raiders that would need to redo his deal and some other deals, then he's got to agree to that.
4: And plus, the Jacksonville Jaguars already brought in a veteran pass catcher. And Tim Tebow,
5: no doubt they did. Uh, they did. I mean, look, they did. And, and you know, it, it's, you know, and people get so <laughs> offended when smiles. you, do, when you don't say a nice word about, yeah. uh, you can't say a nice word about Tebow. I mean, it's just, it's comical. Like, and I've had people in the league text me about the, the column I wrote for the athletic, you know, and it's, you know, and I've had writers text me about it too, because they know there's the Tebow that the fans know. And then there's this other Tebow that not everybody else really knows.
4: Maybe those writers are just jealous of your writing haters. No, I doubt that. No, no, no. They were, they were complimentary to, us. Oh, I good. Saying that to bring Yeah, I was going to say, I enjoyed the uh, article you know, they were, yeah. and I thought it was, I thought it Did was Did you fair. like it? Thank yeah, you. Patrick. Of course. And beyond I wrote that
5: on vacation. I, see, I wasn't on total vacation. Yeah. I wrote that on vacation.
4: And I thought it was beyond fair. Uh, Falcons and Raiders, you see tied for second betting favorite at five to one. Raiders make a lot of sense. The more you think about it, right? I mean, it's just that yeah, seems I mean, like look, the organization the that sense. would give up a ton.
5: The, 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 the Scruton, I mean, you know, he's impatient. I mean, the 49ers, I think, are, are there. You know, the I don't think the Colts are in this. I don't. I think the Colts like their team. I think the Colts, you know, you take this guy on. You're taking huge money on. You're also, can he stay healthy? That's the question.
4: Big question. Last week, he was still a favorite to stay with the Falcons. DraftKings is updated at 4-1. to Pats. Falcons five to one, Raiders five to one, Chargers six to one, and the Ravens seven to one for Julio Jones. We're coming back with Vinnie Malulo right here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. important and new feature over at vcin.com every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game check this info daily to find out what games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge well fire away and of course we have all the odds data and analysis for every game as well start your next sports bet at vcin.com it's a must, vcin.com. We welcome you back, Michael Lombardi. It's great to have Michael back. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the vcin studios here at the South Point, of course, joined as we always are here on a Thursday by Vinny Maliulo. And, Michael, I know you're going to be bummed to hear this, but Vinny was lamenting the fact the books got crushed yesterday in the NBA. The favorites went 3-0 and straight up. And ATS, it's nice to see you.
3: Good to see you lamenting. I yes, was just, you asked, and well, but
4: you knew you didn't have to ask. You you were you were compla- It was a yeah. whiny voice. No, never once. You know <laughs> don't a cry.
3: I don't cry. Don't gloat. Okay,
4: Argentina. Well, so. how it go last night? Look at this guy giving me the the, the
5: Evita, Evita. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's I love it. a Peron. <laughs> was it bad? Was it brutal? What was He's a great novelist. It was, it's another he's day. He's a great novelist, Vinny. He, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's, he's a great novelist. He's so, Thank you. He's
3: so rounded. Thank you. Thank you. Especially his head. But he, yeah. yeah, the uh, uh it was a good day. Good day for the betters in uh, uh in, in the NBA yesterday. Vin, Vinny, you pay the people and let them bet. Think, hey, Vinny, do yes, you think the the
5: Do you think the lines will now adjust a little bit since we've noticed there's a sense of seriousness in some of these games the teams are really taking it more than than they were I mean players are actually playing there's no we don't have to worry about the inactive list I mean you, has the lines adjusted through that already
3: Yeah going into the uh, into the playoffs Michael that was uh, that was realized uh, I mean you know there's no obviously there's no load management I think the biggest surprise was Donovan Mitchell not playing in the first game and it was probably his biggest surprise to him yeah. as, as everybody uh, but uh, you know, the adjustment yesterday when it was announced he was going to play in that game moved uh, at least two, maybe two and a half points in some places. But, um, no, for the most part, uh, that, that's taken into consideration. You also realize there's there's going to be a, a bit more defense, uh, you know, by teams. So they're going to have to play uh, a lot harder on defense in, in many cases, even though the public still loves to bet overs uh, and, uh, you know, more season bettors. Uh, like Patrick Maher, look for the opportunity to Thank to you. grab some unders. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I mean, those those adjustments are made, and uh, you know, nobody is. We shouldn't be surprised too by some of these teams, uh, particularly road teams that did win. Uh, you know, uh, in in uh, in the first games as well.
4: I'm curious. Did you have liability on the Knicks? Because I. Almost the way the Hawks played in Game One, and way Trey Young, Trey Young, such a name and a brand, kind of at this point. Were was there much liability, or was that an even bet, no, evenly bet game here at it, South Point?
3: Initially, uh, so the game opened two, and then the uh, uh, the Knicks, they bet the Hawks in, in initially uh, after the number game went down to one and a half. But then again, uh, they bet the Knicks yesterday. We kind of figured they would right in the bounce back spot. Uh, and that game, uh, I think, went off at two and a half. And so a half, it was more yeah. than it. favorites got played yesterday. It was even though the the sixer game closed at, at eight, which, where it opened, uh, we knew that the uh, uh, the last game of the night, and uh, uh, which was the. Um, uh, the uh, the uh, the Jazz. We knew that game would go to ten, particularly being the third game. The, we saw the favorites mm-hmm. getting played in the first two, so there was carry over there. So there was uh, plenty of uh, favorite money yesterday, and uh, they they rolled and uh, the folks cashed, and they're going to bet today and uh, and and be uh, be very active today as well. But there no surprise that the Knicks also. You, did you you know? I think a lot of folks felt that two things that Trey Young would not have. Quite the same game as he did in Game One, and uh, there would probably be an early statement uh, made to him by uh, by by Knicks uh, the Knicks crowd. Those players. Those well, the Knicks crowd. Th- those are your people there. That's right. Yeah, there were uh, you know nearly what was was it an excess? I think the Garden holds eighteen seven at capacity for uh, for basketball, but uh, there was an excess of fifteen thousand lunatics and Michael
4: mentioned night. it though it is it's legit we got to bring we got to bring the crowd back yeah. into our capping and i think yeah. that's something that's that's very important i mean msg michael that was a, a legit home court advantage last night
5: no doubt. It was fun to watch uh, Vinnie. I want to ask you about have you ever seen a seven seed uh, be a seven point favorite to a two seed when they played at home? I mean, is this just the most rare game you've ever seen? I mean, I think the Lakers win. I don't know if they cover the seven. I'd have to, you know, give that some thought. But I think they're the better team, even though the Suns were the second seed. Is this kind of is this game a, a little bit about why the regular season really didn't matter?
3: Yeah, well, the, the other part of it, Michael, is and that's a good point, maybe you throw out the, the regular season with team. I mean, the Knicks were 3-0 and against the, the Hawks uh, during the regular season this year. Uh, as far as the Lakers are concerned, it, you, you want to just kind of maybe glance at it, but, but the, the playoffs are an entirely different set of circumstances. And you have to remember, too, that in, in the last month and a half of the season, or a better part of two months, the Lakers weren't healthy. Uh, you know they had no uh, uh, Anthony Davis for a uh, ex, ex, uh, for an extended period of time. Same with no LeBron James. Now they're healthy. They responded after Game One, uh, particularly Anthony Davis. But I think the biggest thing is too their defense. I mean nobody played better defense uh, uh, this week uh, than, no, they than the Lakers. And uh, I mean that was the difference in the last uh, five minutes. Yeah, uh, they yeah, were great in, 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 in game that Game Two.
4: You're right. The uh, seven—that seven, is a heavy number—and a lot of it, Chris Paul's uh, arm. Is he okay?
3: Yeah, it's—you uh, know—he played less than three minutes in the fourth quarter uh, the other day. He's not 100%, right? Uh, but he had six points the other day, and they're, they're going to need Chris Paul are the Suns. But the Lakers—you're never at a loss for Laker money. I mean, the game opened six and a half, and it's up to seven. I mean, there, there's there's no question uh, that the Lakers are going to continue to get played, and we're going to need uh, need the Suns tonight, uh, particularly. Now, this game is not. The, the last game it's the blazers that are the last game but only by 30 minutes it's still the Lakers and it'll still be you know the uh, I think it'll still have the highest handle of, uh, of three games today
4: we just have a minute and we'll come back in' expound mm-hmm. upon the uh, college games but the other two let's just get the opener and where you sit right now the bucks at the heat of course the bucks mm-hmm. the 20 lead in this series where'd you open where are you sitting
3: uh money coming in for the bucks right now open one up to one and a half 225 for the uh, for the total which is down a couple almost three points uh, the, uh, the Blazers uh, from four and a half down to four. So some support for the Nuggets here doesn't really shock us. Support for the Nuggets yeah, in does, Portland. That does that surprise you, Michael? No, I just think, to me, the seven-game series,
5: the better team always ends up winning. I don't know about home court. I, I'm interested. I mean, this is the Miami Heat's last stand. This is the last stand for Miami Heat. If they don't win this game, it's over, right? Right. And you're at a one-and-a-half point. You know, I mean, that's the one. I would have thought there had been steam on Miami here,
4: especially later. Heat culture is about giving up 135 points in a playoff game. Is that what he oh, I keep boy. hearing Ouch. about this heat culture? My gosh. You got to rip that chapter out of Ouch. your book, Michael. Ouch. When we come back, college football. A great not you got you can stop by the South Point right now, pick up the sheet. We've got some futures here as far as football's concerned. We'll get into that next here. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's Vsin D Sports Betting Network. You can join the betting excitement with bet MGM. You can win $100 for a $1 wager. You see it right there, bet a dollar to win 100. Lakers or Suns hit a three-pointer tonight. You use the bonus code VSIN100 paid for in free bets right in your accounts. Couldn't, couldn't it be simpler? Download BetMGM in the app and make sure you check it out. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. If you have a gambling issue, 1-800-2707-117 for confidential help. In Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER. In Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. and Tennessee, call or text redline 800-889-9789. In Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available. In Nevada, we welcome you back. He's Michael Lombardi, of course. This is the Lombardi Line. I'm Patrick Maher, and he is... Ah, uh, Vinny Maliulo from behind the book here at the South Point, where we should let everybody know uh, the college football yeah. of futures or uh, game of the years, I guess is the
3: way we're framing this, right? So yep. you can stop by and pick up a sheet and start betting into these numbers right now. Yeah, the uh, these went up last Friday, uh, Friday morning, late uh, late morning, uh, right around uh, right before lunchtime. And uh, Chris Andrews, this is a tradition he started here at South Point a few years ago. Didn't have it last year because of the COVID situation, but picked out uh, about 97 almost a hundred games guys uh, to, of, of matchups starting uh, with the first weekend and uh, really got got some some terrific play and and these are very respected opinions but then there were some uh, you know some uh, folks here visiting and I think this weekend obviously with Memorial weekend being here uh, these games will get uh, quite a bit of attention too but uh, love to get uh, your guys take particularly Michaels on some of these. Uh, these opening weekend games, and here's one that uh, they did get Benning attention. Uh, the, no, no game has moved more than three points, but this is one of them. Uh, a lot of love in some, several of these matchups uh, for Alabama. Alabama uh, on September 4th uh, versus Miami, Michael, in Atlanta. Alabama opened 13 and got moved up to 16. This And again, not going to move these uh, games yeah. necessarily uh, like you would, uh, you know, a weekly game. Right? These games are going to move a lot quicker. So this was uh, this was about three hits. Michael, your thoughts on uh, Bama this year? Are You surprised oh, that yeah. Bama got the attention? He-
5: No, I I think that, you know, when you look at this and you break it down, you say, you know, Manny Diaz defense, you know, yes, they get King back at Miami to play quarterback for another year, which certainly helps. But are they going to be good enough defensively? They lose a couple guys. And Alabama is just. Just it doesn 't matter, I mean, they got better from Tua to Mac Jones. Will they get better from Mac Jones to whomever the next quarterback is? Just to me there 's just too much difference in the recruiting base. I was surprised when you were starting to talk i didn 't know the line. I thought you would have opened up at fourteen and a half, oh, yeah. I thought you'd open up over fourteen. Because I thought that that you would have gotten too many people to go the two touchdown route ahead of them, and and you tried to get some Miami money coming in under two touchdowns.
3: Well, we may get there. It may you know it may take getting to seventeen on that one uh, to get there. Uh, and again, these are games of the yeah. year. They'll be obviously the uh, uh, the uh, the game once the regular schedule when the, uh, the rotation comes out. Then uh, those games will be you know put up as well. But. Uh, Alabama got quite a bit of support in just about every one of their matchups. We used them on October 2nd against Mississippi and uh, went from 22 to 24. Uh, conversely, a team Ooh. that got bet against, uh, that got faded, was Auburn. Uh, in just about every Auburn matchup, uh, they they uh, they took the, the opposite side. Uh, in fact, uh, October 9th, Georgia uh, at Auburn. Uh, opened Georgia 4, and that game now sits at 6. So we did not see uh, uh, any love for, uh, uh, for Auburn in any of these matchups. Is that, does that surprise you, Michael?
5: It, a little bit it does, Vinny, because with Harkin as the new coach, you would think that they're actually going to have mm-hmm. a passing game. And does Bo Nix have enough ability to really throw the passing game and, you know, to see what he wants to do and how he wants to throw it and all those things? So I, I was surprised, you know, I think that they're going to improve in that area. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised people are fading them and, because I think they'll actually get better offensively after the Gus Malzahn era.
3: Yeah, even, uh, even the Iron Bowl. We put up the Iron Bowl, and uh, Alabama went from 12 to two touchdowns there. That's cool. You, yeah. can,
4: you can come so. in and bet the Iron Bowl and, at the end of May here at the South Point. Yep. Do, do you have um, the college football win totals? Because my guess would be Alabama and Clemson right around 11 and a half. Maybe yep. Ohio State, Oklahoma sitting 11-ish.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Chris, uh, Chris, we were uh, just—I was just in the uh, in the office uh, talking to Chris. Chris uh, is going. We're working on those right now, so those will be released forthcoming. Those should be
4: the four, though, right? Vin, Alabama, Clemson are going to be your two. I'm guessing
3: eleven and a half. They're going to be the highest. Ohio State, Oklahoma, they're going to be the highest highest win totals. And I think what we're going to do actually, though, is uh, this year is is put out uh, conference wins too. Nice. uh, And I think those two have a have a pretty good chance. Those two teams have a pretty good chance of uh, running running the table in the conference.
4: Yeah, there's a pretty good football show here on v on Saturdays and Sundays called the Lombardi Line. Yeah. I've on Saturdays, of- and specifically we focus on college football. You ever heard of Michael Lombardi? He used to take a Winnebago across the country and recruit. He's been to every – what state haven't you been to recruiting? Let's put it that way.
5: What state haven't I been to? North Dakota, South Dakota. I don't think I've missed a state. I really don't. Alaska, I've never been to Alaska.
4: Stephanie so just called it. That. She yeah. said Alaska. Yeah, have you been to Hawaii? I mean, that was to, to rip the narnar and catch I've waves. I've been to Hawaii.
5: Um, yeah, we went. There was an owner's <laughs> meetings. Millie and I took the kids <laughs> to Hawaii. Yeah, I didn't go scouting. I was out there on, you know, like a little R&R there. That was good. Long way away, but that was good. You spare no one, do you? I'd rather go the other way. <laughs> 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 no, he, it's just oh, for no, having he could, fun. No, no. He, said, no one is spared. He could, by he, he, you know, he's been saving this up, Vinny. Yeah. Vinny's been saving this Wait, up. He's, this you Michael? know, it's like
4: it's, he's waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the quickly I know, but Michael is going to get into this quickly on the hockey. Yeah. We do have a VGK game seven oh. coming up yeah. here after just a pitiful performance in Minnesota yesterday. Now I'm all in on the community. All my neighbors are flying the flags. They got the license plates. They come out. They said, well, what happened last night is like, I don't know. Go ask Maliulo. I mean, that was a yeah. disastrous performance. They were laying a price. I think a dollar, $30 $4, 35 last yep. night it on went. the road and mm-hmm. got
3: beat three, nothing. What the hell? Well, you got to give the wild credit. I mean this team just they've not quit the entire series and again, let's remember they uh, uh, they've won a couple of games here already. I mean this was a team that was down three to one and they were down in the clincher and what the potential clincher uh, the other night uh, at T-Mobile, they were down one nothing with a, a great crowd there, not still not full capacity uh, but a, but a terrific uh, a terrific showing by the by the fans. and they come back and respond. Uh, and uh, and beat the Golden Knights uh, in uh, in Game Five, and then they go back. And last night, you have to give full marks to the Wild. And again, if you're if you're a better, so your neighbors are flying a flag. Were you waving your tickets on the Wild in front of them? I bet you? the Wild yeah. actually. Well, so because you're going to get it. the best price on the Wild here. Yes. This is you talk about a you know a, a bias uh, here in uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, you're certainly going to get it. There's Dial sixty five. Uh, already are the Golden Knights uh, for Game Seven tomorrow night. So it'll be a great, uh, great crowd, great event on Las Vegas Boulevard. This will be the the show of the weekend, uh, regardless of are what happens. Be, are you going to go yes. in person? No, make an a, appearance. I don't think so. Not a, not at this point. But you never know. I mean, yeah, good uh,
4: smart
5: move. But- Yep. Vinny. I, I mean, I know Patrick made fun of me for my hockey, but I, I like the Maple Leafs tonight. I think they'll play. They played their best game of the year mm-hmm. on Tuesday night. I watched it. You know, they've they're eighteen seven and three at home, and I think they're going to. I think they're going to take the Canadians out. So I would take them. I would take. Uh, it's two twenty. I mean, you gotta know, lay a, a price. Base, but I would take it. You gotta lay
4: a little bit of a, maybe, a price. Maybe I combine like
3: that with a parlay to mitigate it a little bit, Vinny. Yeah. the uh, Actually, we you know we yeah. opened. Uh, it's it. They're betting the uh, the Canadians pretty strong uh, pretty strong. Oh really? Right now. Yeah. Yeah, this game we opened at 250 here at South Point. It's down to 210 right now. Um this has been, you know, look, Toronto just uh, uh, is they just I think they have too much speed, too much scoring. Uh I think we'll get some Debt, Toronto money. Too, too much money. depth. Yeah. I think we'll get some yeah, uh, Toronto money awesome. though. Uh but it's a big price, right? And uh, I mean obviously, but uh, you know, taking taking a price uh, with uh, with Montreal. And that's why it's down to 210, but uh this game Will be bet pretty uh, pretty strongly. Uh, I think uh, the uh, the Carolina Nashville game uh, right now. They're, Great series. Uh, yeah, they're uh, that game. They're also betting the home dog here, and uh, that's not going to surprise. you. We're going to probably need Carolina tonight. Look for uh, Nashville to respond, at least in the eyes of the better. But this game tomorrow night uh, on Las Vegas Boulevard, I think will uh, in terms of handle. And I don't think this will surprise anybody. It's going to outhandle uh, both of these games tonight combined.
4: Hey, by the way, you know how wow. you always joke with me that the lights are still on even after you get pummeled here at the South Point. Yeah, that, and and it's true. Uh, can we? I, this is a legit question. Are the, really? light, oh, are oh, the now
3: you're going to ask a legit question. We got well, less than two minutes. But this now
4: is this is serious, question, and I need Michael. you to pay attention. Oh, okay. Go. Are the lights still on at Allegiant Stadium? Yeah. Why would? For the they? Raiders Blake? I heard they've been having a couple problems making the payments.
3: Michael, breaking have you heard payments? this? What are you What are you talking? No, I haven't okay. heard this Okay, so I just this I want everybody I want
4: everybody to Google it. You're... Remember where you heard it.
3: Okay. What, yeah. Issues with all the payments. Issues with the payments. Yes. Uh, if you go. Are right the
4: Raiders going to stay in Las Vegas? I, I'm looking for breaking news from you. Yeah, the, the Lakers aren't going anywhere.
3: They're right. staying right here. Okay, I'll I don't just... know about you, but hey, the Lakers are staying. I'm sorry if I'm the one with I mean, the, the, the information. Are Look it up
4: when you leave here. Okay. okay, Vinny?
3: All right. All right. Oh, yeah.
4: Hey, Thank you, What, are you Barry? running around there pulling plugs out of transformers? No, I'm everything? just what saying there's there? been some issues. I don't know if it's COVID-related. I know that some people have problems paying the bills during COVID, and right now it appears Mr. Davis is right. having some issues paying back the city.
3: Well, 65,000 fans per game. Uh, I think we'll remedy That's that. going to fix the issue. I think so. All right. Yeah. And you can get a lot of PF Chang's I think for so. the, did you want to make a wager as to whether or not the lights at, uh, w- will be on?
4: But you can get a lot of those uh fresh crunchy rolls at PF Chang's for a lot of all that money when people come back, right? Yes, Patrick. Fresh you, crunchy yeah, rolls. If, you know he hates hangs out at P.F. James, the lettuce people? rolls? The lettuce wraps? Those are money. No, I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that. Dude, I didn't know Al, that. Mark that's Davis to, Mark literally Davis hangs eats out every, at every single night at oh, P.F. James. Oh, Mark change.
5: Davis. I thought you'd talk about my man Vinny. No, no, no. That's Al Gardner. I thought you'd talk about yeah. my Vinny. No, 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 no. Vinny. No, wait. No, no. He doesn't eat it. They slap him, wait, Vinny. Where is?
4: Oh, my. What? Hey, it's good to see you, man. Hey, yeah, it's great to be here. Oh, God. Veason. Veason. Hey, look it up about the Raiders. All right.
3: We'll go, we'll go. Hey, get, crack open your We're piggy bank. It. Help him out. I'm going to help him out. Yeah. Yeah. The, the lights will be on. Trust me when I tell you. Vise and Vinny, thank you, you, man. It's great that. to see you. Always be good to be with okay. you guys. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Vinny. Coming back
4: with the football stories here with Lombardi on the Lombardi Line.